0: Let us be attentive. God is wonderful among his saints. Bless God in the congregations. Wisdom. The reading is from the Acts of the Apostles. Let us be attentive. In those days, Stephen, full of grace and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. Then some of those who belonged to the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, and of the Cyrenians, and of the Alexandrians, and of those from Cilia and from Asia, arose and disputed with Stephen, but they could not withstand the wisdom and the spirit with which he spoke. Then they secretly instigated men who said, We have heard him speak blasphemous words, and will change the customs with which Moses delivered to us. And gazing at him, all who sat in the council saw that his face was like the face of an angel. And the high priest said, Is this so? And Stephen said, Brethren and fathers, hear me. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia, before he lived in Haran, and said to him, Depart from your land and from your kindred, and go into the land which I will show you. Then he departed from the land of the Chaldeans and lived in Haran. And after his father died, God removed him from there into this land, into the land which, in which you are now living Yet he gave him no inheritance in it, not even a foot's length, but promised to give it to him in possession and to his posterity after him, though he had no child. But it was Solomon who built a house for him. Yet the Most High does not dwell in houses made with hands. As the prophet says, Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. What house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or what is the place of my rest? Did not my hand make all these things? You stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. As your fathers did, so do you. Which of of the prophets did not your fathers persecute? And they killed those who announced beforehand the coming of the Righteous One, whom you have now betrayed and murdered, you, you who received the law as delivered by angels and did not keep it. Now when they heard these things, they were enraged, and they ground their teeth against him. But he, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And he said, Behold, I see the heavens opened, and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they cried out with a loud voice, and stopped their ears and rushed together upon him. Then they cast him out of the city and stoned him, and the witnesses laid down their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. And as they were stoning Stephen, he prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. You the reader. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Alleluia. Wisdom arise, let us hear the holy gospel. Peace be with you all.
1: The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew.
0: Let us be attentive.
1: When the wise men departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and remain there till I tell you, for Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. And he rose and took the child and his mother by night, and departed to Egypt, and there "'until the death of Herod. "'This was to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. "'Out of Egypt have I called my son.' "'Then Herod, when he saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, "'was in a furious rage, and he sent and killed "'all the male children in Bethlehem "'and in all that region who were two years old or under, "'according to the time which he had ascertained from the wise men.' Then was fulfilled fulfilled what was spoken by the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Ramah, wailing in loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children. She refused to be consoled because they were no more. But when Herod died, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Rise, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. For those who sought the child's life are dead. And he rose and took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus reigned over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And being warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee. And he went and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that what was spoken by the prophets might be fulfilled. He shall be called a Nazarene.
0: Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel.
1: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, on this Sunday, we remember the ancestors of God, Joseph the betrothed, David the king and prophet. We also remember the archdeacon, proto-martyr Stephen, and the brother of our Lord James, the first bishop of Jerusalem. All of these men lived wonderful lives. But as I reflected on the epistle and the gospel, the two that kind of came to my mind were Joseph and Stephen. And when we think of the Holy Family, after just celebrating Christmas... It seems like, in many ways, Joseph is kind of in the shadows. We hear so much about Mary. We hear so much about Jesus, God being with us, and Joseph is there. And I can only imagine what it was like for Joseph during that time, being betrothed to Mary and then having the angel tell him how she became with child and all the things that were circling in his mind, and then being accepting of that. And now he witnesses the magi who come to worship, to present their gifts to the Christ child. He hears the shepherds singing with the angels, glorifying God. He sees the star, he takes all of this in And then all of a sudden, reality comes to the forefront. He's not peace, goodwill among men, but now he hears that he must leave. He must take his family and he must depart, because Herod is after the child. And again, listening to this angel, I can only imagine the thoughts going through Joseph's mind the thoughts that would probably go through my mind. This can't be happening. I can't do this. I can't leave my house. I can't leave my job. Isn't there another way? But he went along and he did as the angel commanded him. And at night he took the family and he left and they went, of all places, down into Egypt. And as we heard, it's what was to fulfill the prophecy that Christ came not to abolish the law and everything that the prophet said, but to fulfill it. And Joseph, in his obedience and his love for God, his love for his family, did what was asked of him. And Joseph, I see, is just love and service to do the best that he could for his family, for his wife, for his child, to protect them, to care for them, to make certain that they were sheltered, that they were fed. And what a contrast that is in today's world where children are fatherless, because of choice. Children grow up in families where they don't have a relationship with their father or with their mother, and how painful that must be to not have that loving, that caring, that compassionate person to always kind of be looking over you. We have Stephen. Stephen who spoke such eloquent words and spoke the truth to people and did such magnificent things that people loved him. And yet, when he spoke the truth to the Jews, they didn't want to hear it. They couldn't refute it, so they made something up like they did with Christ. And they felt threatened, so they had to do something about it. And how many times in situations do we feel threatened? And when we feel threatened, how do we usually respond? If you're like me, you usually put up all your defenses, whether it be anger, whether it be trying to justify yourself, We have so many barriers that we put up to try to support our position and to be our own person and not listen to what the will of God is or have the eyes to see what the will of God is. And yet Stephen continued to preach, and he preached the truth amongst all of this adversity. And if you were with us in Vespers yesterday, you heard the beautiful hymns, how the divine grace was bestowed upon Stephen and gave him the wonderful words to be able to speak and to support his love for Jesus Christ. And going further into those hymns, It also spoke about the barrage of stones that came upon Stephen. And yet, when these stones came upon him, what was his response? Lord, please forgive them of this sin. Don't hold it against them. The same words that Christ spoke from the cross. And in that hymn yesterday, it said those stones were transformed by God into stairs, stairs to heaven. And as Stephen ascended those stairs, he met Christ. And in the entire Gospel, in this passage of Matthew, it's the only time that it says that Christ is standing. In the Gospel of Mark, he's seated at the right side, but at this time he's standing. And St. Gregory the Dialogist spoke on this passage, wrote on this passage, saying that typically when Christ ascended, we see him as judge. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge all of us. But in this particular instance, with him standing, he's standing because what happens when we're standing? We're going to do something. We're going to act. We're going to help. And St. Gregory sees it as Stephen undergoing all his torments, feeling the pain of those stones. Christ is there to help him. We live in a world, as I've said before, that's very upside down very backwards, very difficult to understand, especially for us who are older and have seen things so radically change. We need to hang on to the truth. We need to speak the truth. We need to know the truth because there are plenty of Herods. There are plenty of other people willing to attack Willing to change things. Willing to not accept what we say because they see it as offensive. They see it as threatening. But we need to stand firm and we need to speak that truth. And people need to know that truth. We just celebrated the nativity. And in the church calendar, the liturgical year goes on for the next 12 days to Epiphany. But the world tells us differently. They see the time up to Christmas as the time to be buying and partying and living it up. And Christmas comes, and that's the time to take down everything, to put the lights away, to put the tree away, to put the ornaments away. But that's not what the Church teaches us. The Church teaches us that that period up to Christmas is the time in which we prepare for the birth, and the time now through Epiphany, as we'll hear through the hymns, is to now rejoice, to celebrate the birth on our way to his baptism in the Jordan. As we go along in life, we'll meet many threats. We'll have many people who will challenge us. We must stand firm. We must protect this faith, the apostolic faith that we have been given. And we must hand that on to our children, to our grandchildren. They call us old fashioned, who cares? Someday they'll know. Someday they'll understand if we've done our job and what God has wanted us to do. As we move forward, let us celebrate. Let us celebrate Christ's birth. Let us serve him. Let us be with him. Let us look at our families and all of you fathers, love your children. And as we go forward, May we, when we depart this life, also be like Stephen and have Christ reach out to us and hand us that crown, that crown of martyrdom so that we can enter into the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen.